Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. I'm Jim Noble, and Coach, tough day at the office on Saturday. I, I look back at the 42-7 Mercer win, and, and i got to tell you this. Mercer was my pick in the preseason poll. I was the only guy that picked him to win the conference. Quite frankly, I didn't see anything to change my mind. That's a, a football team that was, it was hitting on all cylinders Saturday at Gibbs Stadium, and for some reason, we weren't. Right. No, I thought they came in. They did a tremendous job of, uh, you know, they did some things schematically on offense that gave us some issues just defensively. Uh, we talked all week again about, you know, we had to be able to start fast in that game, uh, and we didn't. Um, they got up two touchdowns, and we went three and out. Uh, and the way that we're built right now as a football program, uh, we're going to have a hard time overcoming that. You know, the thing, that, and then that as that game went on in that first half, you know, we got two takeaways, and we couldn't convert it. We couldn't convert on it. We couldn't score a touchdown um, on both of those, which we were in position. Couldn't get any points out of it, and that was kind of the, the tail of the tape. Um, you know, and I think that we got tired on defense. Um, offensively, uh, we had some struggles, and, and give credit to them. You know, they had a had a good plan, obviously, against us. Yeah, just didn't have that snap, that pop that you, you talked about that we had seen so much of in the games leading up to that. When we come back, we'll review the Mercer game. We'll look ahead to another tough assignment. Doesn't get any easier as the Terriers travel to Sanford. And also a look at the transfer portal from a Wofford perspective. That's all coming up next here on the Coach Josh Conklin Show. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. Just like you can always count on Always Game Gary. No bar is too far. No wing sauce is too hot. Not for Gary. Gary is the man. He's nothing like Keith. Keith never wants to do anything. Why are we even talking about Keith? Always Game Gary is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. And welcome back, everybody. Coming up to the Mercer game, uh, uh, a, a lot of progress in the Virginia Tech game, in the Kennesaw State game, nearly pulling off the comeback down there in Atlanta. Coach, how was the week of practice like? How did you see the Terriers leading up to the Mercer game? Well, you know, I think hindsight obviously is 2020. Um, I think when I look back at it now, we probably looked a little bit tired, a little bit worn down. Uh, that could be because of the first four games that we faced, um, two, you know, four tough opponents, which, again, no excuse. I get that. Um, if you go back, you say, well, maybe we adjust practice a little bit. I thought we had a good week of practice. Um, the guys are, are practicing. Um, they want to be successful. They, they want to get it right. Um, however, wanting and doing are two different things, and you've got to be able to go out and execute in game situations at the level that you've got to execute at to be uh, competitive in this conference because this conference conference is really really good you know Jimmy didn't practice much last week which I thought hurt us a little bit um, he was you know he's dealing with a little bit of a shoulder injury um, so that hurts when your quarterback's not taking those reps and so you know that might have been one thing that kind of affected our offense but at the end of the day we got to do a better job collectively being able to come out and, and execute at the level we need to execute at yeah as, as we get into the thick of things on what happened on Saturday the, the not being able to capitalize on those two takeaways really hurt. You lose Jalen Marshall, the, the, mm -hmm. the freshman linebacker who's looked so good in the early going. Things snowball and it's hard to get him back. And to me, at least in the first half, that that was sort of the story. And yeah, again, it kind of goes back to Mercer too. They're, they're a football team. They look great 
really in their first four games, their only losses here is to Auburn, and they came out and executed. Yeah, they did, and they've got a good system. They've got a really good quarterback. they got two really good wide receivers, and I thought the running backs played well. So, um, you know, you have that many guys on offense. you got some, you got the potential to play uh, and score some points. And, you know, we didn't execute. I told our, our staff early on in the week, I thought if we played really well, um, and played good defense, we could probably hold them to, to 23 points. And, and we didn't play well enough to do that, obviously, and, and we got to come back and do it this week. Yeah, and the defense was on the field for a long time, too. A couple of bright spots, another touchdown for Nathan Walker. He scored in the last three games. And you and I have talked about Kyle Parsons, the good-looking freshman running back from Reddington, North Carolina. He's shown that burst. He's shown that pop. Had a big kickoff return as well. How has he really assimilated here at Wofford? He's doing a really good job. Um, he, he's, a, he's a kid that uh, actually recruited his brother when I was down at the Citadel. Um, so there was a family connection there. Um, he, he's got a great family, though. Uh, great family, good people. Um, and he's just a hard-working, tough kid, um, understands, you know, being selfless because of how many kids he has in his family. Um, but he's really done a great job just kind of building his way through fall camp and then into the season. And, you know, he's got a little bit something different that we don't have right now, and, and I thought we saw a little bit of that uh, at times on Saturday. So we'll put the Mercer game in the books. Look forward to the next game coming up. It's at Samford, and that preview is coming up next. Black and gold. Bold. A victory story about to be told. Grit, toughness, and tenacity. A hub of hard work in Hub City. We're on these wins like dogs on a bone. In the zone. Our place, in your face, won't leave you alone. Strength, speed, fire, true. I'm sorry, do these things trouble you? We're Wofford College. We fly the W. Ingles, proud partner of the Wofford Terriers. And welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. I'm Jim Noble. So with Samford looming on Saturday, man, it's almost like, like a, a mirror image. Much like Mercer, they've got a very good, very experienced quarterback. They've got a, a, the usual Coach Hatcher, high-powered offense. They seem to have found a defense. Mm -hmm. A lot of new faces, a lot of transfers in. Another tough assignment. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier. I think the one thing that you're seeing, you know, in this conference, um, from really from top to bottom, uh, it's a different conference in the last three years because of the, the changes that have happened within college football. Um, there's not much drop off week to week. You know, there used to be times where teams would be up, teams would be down. Um, because you have the ability to reload like free agency, mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to have a lot of down teams anymore. And that's just kind of the nature of the beast. So what we've got to understand is we've got to execute and we've got to play really, really hard. Um, every time we go out. If you don't do those things, you don't have any chance. I don't care who you're playing or what you're doing. And Sanford's been the one program that's kind of had Wofford's numbers, gosh, the last five, six, seven years. There's something about playing down there at Homewood that, that, that's always been tough. So, hey, you know what? You, you never know. Maybe this could be the year. Um, you talked about the, you and I have talked many times about the transfer portal. Unless I win the lottery and can endow a graduate school, um, that's not going to change here at Wofford anytime soon. Uh, a lot of schools can come in and just say, okay, we lost nine seniors. We'll bring in 10 transfers and see what happens. Uh, when we played Chattanooga, they had 23 players in that game that had already graduated college. And some of the other schools we played are in a similar situation. Josh, how do you compete? How, how, do, you, how do you work the system now when, with your recruiting and, and, and the people that you can bring in and try to counteract some of that? 
Well, I think the, the short answer is it, it's really tough. It, it's really difficult. Um, and that goes back to my point of, you know, we've got to be a program that we bring guys in, we develop guys, and then, you know, they leave in four years. Um, the graduate transfers, we won't have access to those guys. Um, again, not an excuse, but it is what it is. And I think the, the landscape in college football has changed, to your point. Um, I think a lot of teams now, what they do is they say, okay, we're losing 13 seniors this year. We're losing 14 seniors this year. So instead of going out like you used to and get 14 freshmen and developing them through your program, you may get five or six freshmen and then the rest of them, you're bringing in older guys who are, again, not coming from, and these guys are coming from West Virginia, mm -hmm. Virginia Tech, um, uh, Eastern Michigan. Yeah, power fives all over the place. Guys have played, right? Yeah. I mean, guys that have played. So. Um, that makes it real difficult. It really does, and I think it's something that we're going to have to continue to address and continue to look at uh, from a program and really from the, from the top down in terms of how we want to approach uh, this transfer portal and, and how we find our niche uh, within that. Can you maybe take advantage of the fact that some of these schools are recruiting high school less, they're recruiting the portal more, or are they basically doing both and, and it's the same way it used to be? I think a lot of them are doing it. I think a lot of them are doing both. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think that it may be less. Um, however, you know, again, these, these guys aren't transferring from FCS to FCS. Right. It, a lot of these guys are transferring down because if I'm the third guy at South Carolina, or I'm the third guy at, at Georgia, then, you know, what the heck? I mean, why, why I can go somewhere else and play. And, I, you know, I... You know, we, we talked to, for example, we talked to the, the second guy um, that's at Oklahoma right now. Um, he was a guy that was at Pitt. We had a previous relationship with him. I'm talking quarterback. Uh, we, we, we visited with him. He, he was transferring, um, but he was done. Yeah. He was a grad transfer, so he goes to Oklahoma. He's the backup there. Um, so those things are things that you got to fight, and, you know, we got to find our niche, and it's going to be – it's not going to be easy, Jim, and mm -hmm. I think that's the reality of it. It's not going to be easy, and I think people have got to understand that, and that's kind of where we're at right now. Well, the work continues. We always appreciate your time. Have a great week of practice. Have a great trip down to Sanford. I'll save some barbecue for you, hopefully. That's always something that's on our menu, at least, not the team's menu, and hopefully we have a good result on Saturday. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We always appreciate you watching. As always, for Coach Josh Conklin, I'm Jim Noble. Thanks, as always, for watching the Coach Josh Conklin Show, and we will see you next week.